Welcome all the gamers to the All the Gaming Podcast. The podcast is all about the discussion of video games and other gaming topics. I'm Dale White, the advocate for insanity. And today we're going to be talking about Extra Life, the charity where you play games for kids. Yeah, let's do that. Gaming for the kids. I'm here to talk about this. Who actually is going to be leading her own team. Megan Higgison, Steve Thoughts, welcome back. Hey Dale, thanks for having me. I'm actually really excited to talk about this. I'm hoping more people will either learn about Extra Life or join the team or donate, so I'm super pumped. And of course, one of our teammates, Imani, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, I'm really excited to be here and talk about video games. Love that stuff. And for some reason, uh, crit fail, Jake Whittington, he's here. Yeah, yeah, I'm just here to chill. Yeah, that's a thing that happened, because why not? But anyway, let's have some fun here. Of course, first of all, we got to explain exactly what Extra Life is. Some people may not have heard of it. So, uh, Megan, can you tell us a little bit about what Extra Life is? For sure. So Extra Life, right? It's an initiative that started back in 2008, and it's where players join together for 24 hours Usually you try to do one game day. So this year, the game day is November 7th. And it started in Texas for a little girl. So she had cancer. So they wanted to raise money for her treatment. And it's since grown since then. But yeah, you play for 24 hours. You can make a team. You can play solo. And all you do really is just advertise friends, family, co-workers. And you try to gather uh, money for Extra Life. So Extra Life directly funds the Children's Miracle Network hospitals that are found in the U.S. and Canada. So all the money... When you register, you pay like a fee to register. So that means every donation and everything you raise, 100% of it goes to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. And you yourself sponsor one hospital. So this year I'm sponsoring a hospital in California. But you can pick any hospital within that network in the U.S. and Canada. Oh, and all games count. They can be board games, mobile games, video games, uh, any sort of game that you want to play, you can do for Extra Life. So play games for a full day, 24 hours for the kids yeah so they use the hashtag for the kids and for an extra life but yeah i mean you can break it up too and some people some of my coworkers, they did it in january or february you can do it and they take donations for the entire year so all of 2020 at any point during 2020 you can do your extra life you know marathon uh, but like i said they do have a game day but yeah you can break it up in two sections my sister got really old so now she does it in two 12-hour sessions uh, she's 31. But yeah, she's been doing it for a long time. So last year was the first time that she was like, I'm too old for 24 hours. What are you talking about? Saying 31 is too old. <laughs> I literally turned 31 this week. Oh no. I'm sorry for your loss. Oh uh, no. Well, I guess I'm just dead. <laughs> I, kinda I guess hope, I'm just dead. I kind of hope your sister hears that. And you're like, oh, my sister gets too old. So <laughs> yeah, I hope she listens to it too. Anyway, so what's what's your team name? I actually know this, but I just I want to hear you say it. <laughs> so the team name is Tomato Sheep. And I got that from, I used a random name generator for Reddit one time. So I went back to that website and I was like, I want a team name. So we did a random, because we had multiple people from my high school, my Air Force career, from different like cities and states. So there was no like one thing. We used to go by uh, my high school so I went to KTU High School, and they would call us the Canutes. So the first year of Extra Life as a team, we were the Canutes. But then we started adding more people from other, like I said, my Air Force career, other places. <clears throat> so I just used a random name generator, and it popped out Tomato Sheep. And then my sister drew our first logo, 
and I've since had it uh, commissioned as an emote that I use on stream. So now I definitely want that emote tattooed on me, side note. But yeah, it's tomato sheep. Uh, Steve, can I ask you something? Just because I'm totally curious. Yeah. I mean, how does how do you uh, go about rec recruiting people, or do you have like open kind of open door policy or not? Or yeah. So we started on a Facebook group. So I just made a Facebook group, and it's an open Facebook group, so anyone can see it. Um, and I just started inviting, I mostly invited people that I knew play video games. Like if there was someone that I would sit there and play Destiny with for eight hours, I was like, hey, how about we do that times three? So I started with just friends and coworkers and even like the airmen I work with, if they talk about video games, I'm like, hey, like, do you know about Extra Life? Have you done Extra Life? Um, this year, we actually have a bigger roster than usual. It's kind of like this networking, like web. Uh, like one of my friends, she played for the first time with us last year. So this year she invited her twin sister and her twin sister invited her boyfriend. So it's kind of becoming this like networking chain. Um, I can check how many we have, but this is definitely one of our larger groups this year. That's awesome. I was just kind of curious because just not to segue away from this or anything like that, but I just know that it's it's become a lot harder to, especially this year, to be involved with things, a lot of things like on a um, obviously physical levels. It's, it's kind of cool that you can do networking like this. Yeah, so this year we have 13 teammates. Um, like I said, it's definitely more than you. But I agree. This year's going to be hard, too, for donations because everyone's, like, strapped for money this year. But, but the hospitals are extra strapped for money this year, right? Like, we're supporting children's hospitals, and they're just like St. Jude's. Children Miracle Network hospitals, you don't pay anything for the treatment you receive. And they're, they're pediatric hospitals. Um, so they are way behind on their funds because of 2020 just in general. But I know all my friends and family are way behind on funds because of 2020. So part of the reason I started streaming is to try to grow that audience, not even for teammates, but just for donations. That way I don't have to ask the same friends and family members. This is my seventh year doing it. And I'm like, they've done great the last, we raised myself, our team raised over a thousand dollars last year. Uh, but it's, I'm trying to expand the audience of people who can donate. Cause if more people donate $5, I don't have to rely on one person donating 50 bucks. If that makes sense. Oh, it does. I mean, it's, it's like, um, it's it's like how like with certain things when they people rely more on like uh smaller little donations rather than having to rely on this you know a couple of people that can fork over giant donations. All right, so the question I have here is what made the two of you decide to do this? What was the reason that you said, "Hey, I want to." I want to participate in a charity like this. So for me, I want to say my sister got me into it. Um, but it was pretty much like, hey, I would do this anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever play games for 24 hours straight. But there was a point in my life where I played games most hours of the day. Uh, and Santa Kit, you were there for some of that, for Super Smash Brothers. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm already playing games. I can play with my sister and my friends. I think, so seven years ago was, what, 2013? So it was right before I got into Destiny. Um, there was one extra life year where I played Destiny, just Destiny, for 24 hours straight. Um, so yeah, I was like, fuck it. I'm already playing games. I might as well raise money. And it's just something fun. Um, we try to have like fun little incentives. Like we post a selfie every hour so you can see us like waste away, but it's, I don't know. It just seemed like something I could do with my free time. That wasn't anything actually what I would be doing anyway. It's also kind of funny because, you know, it, it kind of dispels that, you know, thing you may have heard when you were younger. It's like, oh, video games have no worth, you know, you're wasting your time. It's like, actually I'm, I'm, you know, donating and helping towards a very good cause. What are you doing today? Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, I have such a bleeding heart and I love kids. So, you know, being able to contribute to that and doing something that I love was just a bonus. Um, 
just sitting there having fun with all my friends and family and you know doing what i can to support the kids was just like a double whammy i was like why not it's part of why i was excited to do this podcast i love gaming obviously and if we can use gaming for good then that's just makes it all the better right well, like that comes back to another podcast you you know we, you've done like a long series on which is gamer stigma you know there's a stigma that you know nothing good can come from this community and i think that's something that really needs to be um a lot more positive needs to be shown as well this are, alone has a lot of like value and should be able to fight that stigma uh all the money that they've raised in the past I mean, was it last year they raised like 11 million? I believe so. So there was one year. Yeah, I think it was like 11 million. So you'll get emails when you join a team or you join Extra Life. They'll send you emails about the progress. I think in 2018, it was like 9 million. And I want to say you're right that last year was like $11 million. The first time they. Huge. It was a crazy amount. Yeah, the first time they raised 1 million was in 2011. So since 2011, they've been raising more than a million every year. Um, And Twitch helped a lot with that. Um, they have on their timeline in 2012, Twitch started supporting the fundraiser. So on Twitch, you can add the Extra Life tag to your stream. They have Twitch banners, overlays, alerts. Uh, Twitch has really like gone full into Extra Life, and it's helped them tremendously with just exposure and creating donations. It's an easy way to donate through Twitch. Easy way to stream. Just like like you mentioned that we were taking selfies every hour. If you just have a camera set up the whole time, I'm like, I'm still here, slowly dying, but I'm here. Yeah, and I think this is the first year, actually, at least that I've noticed, I can actually embed my stream onto my donation page. So anytime I'm live, it'll show it real time on my donation page. So yeah, it's really cool how much they've done. They have an extra live emo on Twitch. They really like. So they really made this awesome partnership between the two of them. Hasn't there been like a really interesting trend in like popularity anyway with uh, people that have been doing like not just twenty four hour streams, but like just like nonstop streams like on Twitch anyway. I think last year around this time, I had a friend of a friend who was actually doing a live stream, a 24 hour of him running, which I thought that was insane. Um, He didn't run run the whole time, but like he was at least moving and he was on a treadmill for 24 hours. The only time he got off was to use the restroom and that was it. He ate. Holy cow. Yeah. So (laughs) the streaming thing has gone crazy you can find i think a stream for almost anything well i think i think the thing too is that and that's what's so cool about the idea of this of extra life anyway is that it's i think that's the way of the future everything being more and more connected and being able to share things like that yeah i know dr lupo does like a saint jude's charity at least once a year i think this year he may have done it twice um someone i follow on twitter just did a charity stream i think yesterday or the night before yeah charity streams are definitely getting big um and extra life is i think Probably the largest, because Dr. Lupo, when he does St. Jude, it's not a team as far as I understand. I think it's just him, uh, but him alone because of his platform. He raises millions of dollars every year. Um, but yeah, like I said, I really enjoy how they've partnered. There's even like um, little alerts and countdowns and timers you could have on your stream now. It's very cool um, how many, uh, what's the word for it, extensions you can have on Twitch for Extra Life. So how much did your team, Tomato Sheep, uh, make last year i think you said last year that that was the most that you guys had raised yeah so let me check real quick i think so you're last, right I'm yeah right. so in 2019 uh, so it shows my past raises but i actually think i wrote it down i think i put it on the facebook group i will get back to you on that one i know extra life will keep the record of how you did every year 
But as far as the team, I can't seem to find a team record for every year. But I think it was one of the first posts I made this year for Extra Life. What about like your personal? Then I, I think you did say, though, that last year was your best year. Yeah, so 2019, as an individual, I raised $390. My goal was 300 so we surpassed my goal. Um, there was one year, for some reason, in 2015, somehow we raised $450. Don't know what was going on in 2015. Uh, but yeah, every year it's been a little bit more. Uh, and it's cool because now they have a phone app and it gives you a little pie chart so you can see your like goal being met. Like you see it go around, which is really fun. But yeah, last year, every year, I think people are more and more aware of it. Um, every time I talk to airmen or soldiers or sailors, they seem to be like, oh yeah, I've heard of it or I kind of know about it. Um, but yeah, last year was $390. to break that this year, right? That's the goal. And like I told you, so right now, if you looked at my page, you're like, oh no, you only have $75, which is totally fine. Um, most of our donations come in the day of because every hour we're posting selfies, we're putting statuses, we're tweeting about it. Like on that day, I will shamelessly plug Extra Life the entire stream. Um, I'm usually pretty chill about it. Like my BRB screen is just like an Extra Life video that plays. Uh, but on that day, we push really hard for donations. So that's when we'll start to hit those like milestones and goals. Um, total raise though, so the seven years I've been doing this, I've raised $1,775. Hey, look at you. <laughs> Very nice. By the way, I should say that I've only done this for, this is my third year, I think, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Like, I didn't know about it until uh, Steve made her Facebook page open and invited me. And I was like, huh, I'll check this out. And like, ever since, yeah, like she says, on the day of just shamelessly throwing that link out everywhere on Twitter, Facebook, just in casual conversation. Oh, have you heard about this? You should totally check it out. Donate money. Support the kids. Save their lives. Yeah. So for Tomato Sheep, we picked that name in 2014. And since 2014, we raised $5,642 as a team. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool, too, because if you sign up as, a, like, a Platinum member, so I think you, I think it's, like, 20 bucks to be a Platinum registration. So now, like, I get a, I have an extra, like, decal on my car, and I just, I just, like, qualified for another decal this year. They give you a t-shirt. Um, you get all kinds of little incentives. Like, I got, like, a phone case last year. So not only are you raising money for kids, but you're getting more swag that just advertises Extra Life. So it really does, like, a full circle. So I found from 2019, they actually raised $13 million. We thought it was $11 million, but it was $13 million um, for extra, through Extra Life last year. Well, and the, the cool thing is that, like, you know, even for, like, one team, it may just be a drop in the bucket, but it's it's not a matter of just the, the individual. It's the the accumulation of what it, what it builds toward. Oh, yeah, 100%. It all adds up. That's awesome. I mean, I, I think I definitely would like to look into that personally. I think the only reason why I've never really looked much into streaming myself is it wasn't until recently that I actually have fast enough internet to even consider. Yeah, and to be fair, this is the first time I'm streaming Extra Life, right? In my seventh year. Um, you definitely don't have to stream it. Like I said, so that was kind of our answer to my friends don't stream. Uh, so we did selfies every hour. But yeah, you can either stream it or not stream it whatever you want to do. You can add incentives for hitting certain milestones. It's however you want to do it. Some people will like shave their head or do like the ice bucket thing, or there's all kinds of really creative ways you can make incentives or just let people know and remind people on an hourly basis, basically, that you are raising funds for children's hospitals. It's a lot of fun just to goof off and like enjoy yourself with your friends and family online and still support a great cause. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely want to look into this because it's one of the things I don't know if, if Dale, if you ever feel this way, but um, I used to be able to do a lot more stuff with a lot of my uh, 
uh, friends like in real life, but you know, as people get older, everyone's on different schedules. So, I mean, I really get to hang out with a lot of people in my real life as much anymore. So it, it, it's, it's become, it's become fun making new friends that, you know, may not live around here that may live states away and building a different type of network of friends. Yeah. I think right now we have someone in California, Texas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland. And we've had people like when my sister plays with us, that's Oregon. Like we have, I think we have someone in every time zone at this point, which is pretty cool. Also, one of my cousins who's actually stationed in Japan is going to be joining me. He doesn't stream or anything, but he wants to really try to like stay awake with me the whole time. So we'll also have Japan on our roster in a sense. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, so um, Amani has a wedding. So game day is November 7th, but she has to go to a wedding that day. So she's doing it the week after. Um, so I know like me, my friend Echo Base, and T-Tom are going to stay up for as long as we can. I don't know if I'll do it on 24, but uh, that's the goal is like, we'll try to be around keep her away, keep her entertained, like be involved in some way on that day. Is I that the 7th? Yes. This yeah, November 7th. Thing I wish I knew about this sooner. I actually had this entire week off. I'd love to have been a part of it. You can join me on the 14th. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late? It's all year. It's all year, and you can join. Yeah, you can join the team at any point. Thanks, babe. All right, so here's the big question I want to ask. What games are you planning on playing for this? Uh, let me check. So, mostly multiplayer until I hit my bitchy hour, which is like my 20th hour. Um, <laughs> it's like the witching hour, but the bitching really? hour. Um, a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, especially me, right? So I don't get hangry. When I'm hungry, I'm not a bitch. When I'm tired, I'm a bitch. So extra life is really hard for me those last 20, like the last four hours, I don't want to like ruin my friendships. So that's usually when I'll swap to like a single player game. But initially, right, um, I have a PC now and I have a PS4. So I made like a Discord channel where we can talk about what we plan on playing. Right now, it seems like there'll be some Overwatch, um, some Apex, probably Fall Guys, Dead by Daylight, Among Us. We're only going to do Among Us like in the beginning-ish, early afternoon, because I don't want to be arguing with people when I'm tired. Um, so that'll oh, be God. like, yeah. You need, to, you need to put Among Us in those last four hours. That'll get really interesting. Hell no, that will ruin friendships. And <laughs> It'll be worse than Monopoly. Yes, it would be. Um, so that's going to be well, like even a... Even better, you get only people in an Among Us game that has been up for 20 hours straight. I know, right? We would just be like, fuck it, just kill them. I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> so chaotic. Yeah, but you do get to that point where you're just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Especially when we played Destiny for 24 hours. Like, the raids, I was like, I don't care. I physically do not give a fuck what the hell we're doing, and I'm, I'm going to quit. Um, so I learned from that. But uh, So those, like, multiplayer games and anything that's, like, cross-platform is kind of, a, like, a big one. So, like, I want to play Rocket League, uh, but not a lot of my friends have Rocket League. And then towards the end, I'll probably swap to like Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man and probably honestly some Final Fantasy VII Remake. Well, let me ask you this, because I mean, from I guess from playing the single player games, I guess you can be playing different games and even not playing the same game. It's more about the, um, the networking aspect, right? Yeah, and I know um, now that we have Discord, and by like obviously Discord's been around for a while, but a lot of my friends weren't on Discord. I wasn't using Discord. Like this is the first year I've used Discord like on a regular basis. Um, so that's part of the plan, right? Is even though we'll be playing different games or like on different systems, some of my friends don't have gaming PCs, so we'll be chatting on Discord or just like checking in with each other. 
I mean, the selfies is kind of a way for all of us to be like, hey, like still touching base. Um, and we do that on the Facebook group. Yeah, I'll be playing a little bit more like intense stuff because for me last year when I was playing, I think I played Overwatch for the entire 24 hours. And towards the end, I was literally falling asleep with like controller in hand at the desk. Just, you know, they're like five, four, three, two, and I was asleep. So I need games that are like interactive and keep me going. So I, I, I'm going to be playing a lot of like uh, Modern Warfare and uh, Escape from Tarkov because those things keep my heart moving and like keep me awake. Yeah, that's totally fair. I think there was one year I was watching my sister play a game. I fucking fell asleep. Like I would like knock out and wake up and knock out and wake up for like the last hour. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree on that. It's like I have to find the balance of not being angry at people but still being engaged. So I think Ghost of Tsushima like I'm only on act two of three and I've purposely not played this game for like a month. So I had it for extra life. Cause there's always something to do. Like I can go explore the map. I can go kill samurai people. Like, well, I guess not samurais, but I can go kill people. I can do little quests and like, it keeps me like on to the next thing. Uh, I definitely couldn't play like Minecraft at hour 20 because I would just be bored and fall asleep. Oh God. Yeah. I can, I can see, um, I don't know if anyone here has played it, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Hades. Uh, it's really, it's really fantastic, but it's also got a procedurally generated, um, like every every time you load into the map, like it um, changes the way the layout of like the dungeons and stuff like that. So it kind of keeps it fresh. So if you're playing something for a long time, you wouldn't just fall asleep. That's nice, actually. Yeah, I I like the idea of playing like a story that I haven't played before. So I, I definitely try not to do repeat games because yeah, I'll just fall asleep. It's weird. You get into those final hours. You, it needs to be something, I guess, that's gonna keep you awake and give you energy but also not frustrate you so you really need something i guess kind of somewhat goofy maybe a little bit lighthearted, but that also has a lot of energy in it i don't know it's it, it'd be pretty weird to find that right game for those last few hours i think that's probably the most difficult to plan or you can find something that's horrifying that'll just scare you away <laughs> yeah, right, that that too. Too. yeah if you want to play a little hope that day good luck uh <laughs> I do agree, though. It's like a balance. And that's why I, every time... So Extra Life, the game, the official game, they usually have in November. I think for the last couple of years, like, the sponsored day has been November. And every time, it's like, all right, like, all right, consoles, like, what, like, new summer games are coming out? Like, so I was excited for Cyberpunk. I was like, perfect. Cyberpunk's going to come out. I'm going to play that during Extra Life. And then it keeps getting pushed. Or, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, I need a story that I haven't played yet, and that'll keep me awake. So I'm always looking to see what summer games come out and what we always talk about. Like, all right, like, do I want to save that for Extra Life? Or do are we all going to get it so we can play together on Extra Life? So Extra Life definitely is something a lot of us look forward to every year, and we kind of plan throughout the year what we want to play together. Yeah, even right now, there's a lot of chat in the Discord of, hey, what games do we all have that we can all play together? You know, what's on sale that I can buy if everyone else has it and I don't? I mean, even for like staying awake, some of the things that I've done is like push-ups between games. I was like, I need to get some movement. Yeah, and with Twitch, I have channel points now. So yeah, it'll be like, I have a push-ups, like do 10 push-ups, like channel point thing. I know me, Echo Base, and T-Tom, we did a thing on Overwatch where, say we lost a game, we'd have to do 10 push-ups. But for every gold medal you got, you could take off two. So like if I got four gold medals, that's eight, I'd only have to do two push-ups. But if I lost the game and sucked ass, I had to do all 10. And then we just rotate that between like push-ups, sit-ups, and um, planks maybe, or squats or something like that. But yeah, there's definitely different ways to like, and I take a shower at the 12 hour mark every year. I'll take a shower, 
change all my clothes, and then that helps me like push through the other half of it. You never realize how much sitting in your own stink sucks. Oh yeah, it's fucking disgusting. I mean, you're sitting there eating Takis and Hot Cheetos and drinking Red Bulls, and you're like, I fucking, I'm disgusting. I'm not even moving it, I'm already building up a sweat, and I'm like, this is awful, I hate my existence right now. Until that shower, and then I'm like, oh man, I feel good again. It's funny though, because I hear about this, and I'm like, 24 hours, wow, but I was like, Heck, I've sat around for probably, and I hate to admit this, I've probably sat for 20 hours playing a, an MMO I've been addicted to in the past. Yeah, but like the 20 hour, you feel good. And then as soon as it's like 20.05, you're like, I hate this. The <laughs> <laughs> factor there is, though, like how much younger were you when you did that? Because I, I can tell you for sure, it was a lot easier to sit down and do an eight hour gaming marathon whenever I was a teenager than it is now as an adult. And it's not even just a time thing, but like gaming stamina is definitely a thing. Oh no, you're, you're, it's totally true. God. I mean, I remember there was a time where like I would stay up like every night, three or four o'clock and then sometimes sleep maybe five hours or less and be fine. Now I'm like, Ooh, I didn't get eight hours of sleep today. I'm done. I really get that. And I think a lot of that too happens with like, for me, my job is sitting at a desk and then I come home and I sit at a desk. So like, you know, my eye is already fatigued just looking at screens all day. Yeah. My hips are tight. My thighs are tight. It's like, Oh God, I have to stretch. And like, yeah, working out during it is probably very helpful, but I agree. I work at a desk job. Um, I always take, so we always do like a Saturday into Sunday. I always take that Monday off. This year we have veterans day that following Wednesday, which is a federal holiday. So I'm, I have Saturday, Sunday, and I took Monday, Tuesday off, and then I have Wednesday off. So I'll have like five days off total for Extra Life, which is really, really nice, obviously. Uh, but every year, we try to center it around some sort of like Veterans Day where maybe someone could get like a four-day weekend so they can recuperate. Another question I have is like, what, what are some of the games you've actually played in this in the past? <laughs> so we talked about this last night in Santa Kid Fortnite. Um, <laughs> my friend Echo Base, he doesn't play Fortnite, like ever. But it's kind of become this tradition where we finish the night with duos in Fortnite. And we're so bad at it, and we don't know how to build. And we, he never plays except for one day a year. So that's for some reason, we just kind of like did that. So now we finish with Fortnite duos for some strange reason. Um, I know we play a lot of Apex, Overwatch. Like I said, there was one year we just played Destiny. We just did all the raids uh, for 24 hours. Um, those are the big ones. It's usually like a PvP that everyone has. I do want to play, um, what is it? Keep talking and nobody explodes. I think that would be fun, but we haven't played that. Uh, but yeah, back to your question. I think it would be most multiplayers. Um, we did some Call of Duty last year. We did some Call of Duty together. It's mostly shooters, honestly. Like Kind of like um, Amani said, you want something that's going to keep you awake and like energized. So shooters are usually pretty good for that. Yeah, plus everyone has a shooter, so it's easier to get into those. Um... Like, I have other single-player games that I'll play, but that's if no one else is around, and it's hard for me to stay engaged. So I only play those for a little while just to, like, change it up if I need a rest from, like, constantly, you know, playing a hit-scan game. I think what's cool about this, too, is there's certain types of games that you may not even consider playing, but when you're playing with people, like, it changes the experience entirely. Oh, I know last year um, we did Pokemon Go, me and my wife. So we drove around, went to the mall, and played, like, for an hour at Pokemon Go. Actually, sounds like it's probably an excellent idea. It's like, are you you gonna be stuck in one place playing games for twenty four hours? You know what? Let's let's play some Pokemon Go. We can actually get out of the house, keep playing, so we're not breaking that twenty four hour 
gaming thing and you still get a chance to get out and get some fresh air. Yeah, we would go to, so like, and that's the thing too, right? The big part of actual life is prepping your food. What the fuck are you going to eat for 24 hours? And every year, me and my wife, like, all right, like, the first, I think it was the first or second year we did it, we bought way too many fucking snacks. Like, it was stupid. We bought, like, croissants and zebra cakes and chips and, like, just excessive amounts of food. And after that, we were like, we're never doing that again. So we've, like, cut down every year. But part of it is we'll go to Cabo. like you could feel the sugar just, like. Oh, yeah. Yes. Weird, gross feeling where you know you've had way too much sugar. Oh, it was bad. And we didn't finish all the food. Um, it was a waste of money. It was horrible. But now we're kind of like, okay, like, you each get, like, four energy drinks. And then it's like, what are we doing for breakfast? So usually we'll do, like, a um, breakfast bagel sandwich or something to that. And we'll get Starbucks. We'll start with a Starbucks drink and, like, a breakfast sandwich. And then for lunch, we'll go play Pokemon Go and, like, go to Kava and get, like, a Mediterranean bowl with, like, some rice and meat and, like, veggies. And then dinner, it's kind of like, um, what did we decide this year? Sometimes we'll do pizza, but I, we're not doing pizza because we're going to have pizza on election night. So I don't know what we're doing for dinner this year. But something, like, super easy, like, super quick. And then the snacking is, like, we each get one bag of chips and we'll call it good. Yeah, it's, it's a little harder for me now. I actually went vegan last year. Sorry, I had to say it. So I have to be really careful about what I can't eat because I don't want to get sick during the stream and then be gone. So I, I, I think last year I ended up having, like, a bunch of veggies as snacks. And I'm sure it was really annoying for people on the mic because I was just sitting there with carrots and, like, crunch crunch and i was like sorry guys i need to eat so like getting myself prepped is like a whole three day in advancing i'll like pre-cook everything and just have it microwave ready yeah uh echo base he'll make a pot roast every year for extra life so he'll start at the beginning of extra life and he'll eat it for dinner so it's just sitting in his crock pot for a couple hours but yeah the, the pre-gaming is real and you get like extra life t-shirts so i'm always like, right, like which t-shirt do i start with which t-shirt do i end with um I think the first year we had tomato sheep t-shirts made. I don't think I still own that shirt, um, but it is really fun to like, sometimes I'll wear like an Overwatch League jersey or like something video game related. But yeah, there's a lot of like prep that goes into extra life. But, like who's going to be on your team? How are you going to communicate? What games are you going to play? What are you going to eat? Uh, what do you do? If, you know, and we do have people who fall asleep. Um, we were actually talking about this the other day. For a couple of years, it was only me and Echo Base. We would start with like a team of like six or seven, and then as the hours went by, it would end up just me and Echo Base. Like my wife would fall asleep, my friends would fall asleep. Um, so it is kind of fun. Like we've had people fall asleep on mic. Uh, this one kid, Mayo, we could hear him snoring on his mic. And we're like, okay, like Mayo's asleep. <laughs> we'll try again next year. That's <laughs> awful. So yeah, it is fun, but there's so much pre-gaming and planning that goes into it. You know, I was thinking that, um, I don't know how the uh, communication would go, but Switch might actually turn out to be a pretty good uh, game to our system to be playing while doing this just because you can actually stand up and walk and move a little bit. Yeah, true. That's definitely true. I do have a Switch this year. That's true. I have a Switch, a PS4, and a PC. So I definitely have some variation I can get in there. Actually, I kind of feel like something like Animal Crossing might be good for some of those last few hours if it doesn't make you fall asleep. <laughs> oh, man. That's the, only, that's the only thing I could see. Like, oh, look at me. I'm uh, decorating my house and... <sighs> Animal Crossing is like sleeping pills for me and Kristen. Like, no shit. Like, we'll wake up, start playing Animal Crossing, and we'll fall asleep. Like, that shit is like a lullaby. <laughs> There's no way I can play Animal Crossing. But that's just me and my wife. Uh, I, same same here. I'll play it just, just to, like, end my night to go to bed. Yeah, it's so calming with the music and the little nice villagers and stuff. That's I need so to be, sweet. like, shooting people in the head to stay awake. You need to play Doom Eternal for the last, like, four hours. <laughs> yeah, or, like, a scary game, like Little Hope. 
I say we do that. That'd be a lot of fun. I don't have it, but if, if I can get it, I might do that. Because I've heard good things about yeah. it. Yeah, I was playing some of it last night, and I was like... Uh, probably one of the reasons I don't want to do it is because I'll probably curse a lot because I'm so jumpy. Like the whole night, I was like, no, 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 fuck, no, 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 no. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And I end up getting so scared. And I like it, it would be good to stay awake, but I'm probably gonna be awful on screen. Yeah, I just do 18 plus mature content stream. That way, I could just curse and say whatever I want. <laughs> the thing about the thing about uh, scary games, though, to me, is, like, I, I always make it worse in my head than it actually is. Like, I always, like, get so deep into my head, like, oh, God, it's going to be behind this corner. It's going to be bad. And then I, like, psych myself out to where I scare myself more than the actual monster. Maybe if you do play Animal Crossing, play it not in the last four hours, but, like, the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to, like, yeah, cradle you into bed. And that's always the fun part, too, because we always try to put up, like, a status, like, hey, like, you know, thanks for the support. Like, we raised this much money. Like, yada yada yada. But I'm just like dying. Like, I'm typing up on my phone. And I'm like, I just want to sleep. Like, but I want to thank everyone. So it's like this struggle. And then we just like make sure the pets are good to go. And we just want to knock out for like ever. Yeah. Last one of my dogs was only like I think four months old. I had to give him to someone else. I was like, please take my dog because I will fall asleep and not give him any attention that he needs. I think one of the weirdest things for me personally is like if I stay awake for a really long time, it's actually harder for me to fall asleep. So I might I would actually have a harder time falling asleep after the 24 hours than I would be if I just try to go to sleep um, like at a regular time. I'm weird like that. I do want to ask, though, any any of the games you've played in the past where you're like, that was clearly a mistake. Mm, I'm trying to think if there's one that was a mistake. I mean, I do Ooh. think. Animal. Oh, go ahead. You got one? Yeah, I have one. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but The Long Dark, that one I tried to play at, like, hour 18, and I was like, oh, no, this is too slow, and I thought it would be okay because I wasn't that tired yet, but I was falling asleep just walking, and I found myself, like, at, like, two... I guess I fell asleep for, like, two minutes because I was just standing there, and I was like, oh, God, I'm, my character's dying. I have to wake up. Yeah, I think Animal Crossing would be a mistake, but I don't know if I've played one in the past. I think, if anything, it's just the... I can only play so much PvP, and then I, it becomes me being a bitch to my teammates. So I think it's being aware that I'm hitting this wall of social skills that I need to just, like, stop, play a story game, and just, like, upload my sad selfies for the last, like, four hours. You know, it may actually be a good idea to play some of those slower games really early on in the day, so you're conserving your energy. Yeah. It seems like, like 90% of this is just how you plan it out. Yeah, it's a lot of planning. Um, and like like uh, Amani said, like if you play, there are games, or maybe Dale had said this, there are certain games where normally if you were playing by yourself, it would be like, okay, but when you play with friends, it's really fun. So you definitely want to like sprinkle those in throughout to kind of like raise the energy every now and then. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all planning. It's all figuring out like, what are we going to play? What time are we going to play this? Because some people want to get in on it. Some people aren't interested. So it, it's a lot of planning. So, like, you definitely wouldn't want to play something like Jury to end it off. No, you'd need, no. <laughs> if you were going to do that, you would need to do it earlier on whenever. Because I, I could see that being, like, a really relaxed game to maybe start off with. So you're not burning your energy out, like, too early on. Yeah, that's totally fair. I think we'll probably push some of our PvP to, like, the early evening afternoon-ish. I wish now that we had something like, or I had something like the um, old like rock band or guitar hero setups, because that'd be a good thing to like pop in to try to get some adrenaline going like later in the evening to try to get a second win. 
That would be fun. And we do, I know for me personally, I do break like a certain wall, kind of like what Dale was saying, right? Like I get really tired. And if I just push through this like wall, I'm like super awake. But I feel like the 24 hours like tricks you because you break through that wall and then you hit another wall that's like almost unbreakable. A little bit. Plus it doesn't help that like throughout the night I've been caffeinating. And then when I want to cut it off and go to sleep, I still have caffeine in me that's like, you're awake for a little bit longer. Deal with it. Man, I'm just exhausted. Like I can remember last year like in vivid detail just like posting on facebook walking to my bedroom making sure the blinds were like we have like blackout curtains making sure those were good and then just like knocking the fuck out dang no it took me a while i had to like take another shower do things around the house try to read i had to like do a whole night process of like all right shut my brain off and go to sleep i mean weirdly enough once you've been up for 24 hours straight i think it, you almost may be better off going a few extra hours so that you also don't completely throw your schedule off. Cause if not, you go to sleep and you'll wake up in like the middle of the night. Like, Oh no, now I'm ready to go again. And it's, it's uh 3 AM. That's yeah. Is when you're going to start and when you end so you can get to sleep and not completely throw off your schedule. Yeah. So we start in the morning. Um, like I think this year we're going to start at 9 AM East coast because we have someone in California that wants to start at six, start at six. Um, but yeah, it'll definitely, for sure, right? Like exactly what Dale said, you'll wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, okay, like I'm awake now. But that's why I take off days from work. And to be fair, this last year, I've been switching between days and nights every six weeks. So I'm pretty good at like flip-flopping my sleep schedule. But that is that is why I take usually like a Monday off or at least a Monday, Tuesday, just to redo my whole sleep cycle with like throw in some sleeping pills and some properly timed caffeine. I, I, I try to have only two energy drinks throughout the night. And then try to like end at a decent time so I can get like eight hours and then sort of still be on schedule. Because I work night shift now, so it's not too bad of a thing. I can go to sleep midday, wake up at night and be fine. Yeah, I can I almost feel like if you've worked night shifts, that kind of helps you prepare for something like that. Because if, you, if you've ever worked night shifts, you know that to get a day off, you have to adjust your schedule even if it is just for one day just so you can have that day yeah we usually give our um our operators like a three-day weekend and that's their transition weekend so yeah they get the three days to like you said right so there's gonna be one day that's just like a throw and then the next two days you kind of like refine your schedule down yeah it kind of sucks if you ever work a night shift job and then you only get one day off a week and you're like well can't really do anything with that because you, you don't have time to adjust to be able to do anything during the day that day so yeah, that would be shitty. Your job would really have to hate you to do that to you. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I've done this uh, for several weeks. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Sounds like I'm going to be stocking up a lot of caffeine. <laughs> like, so I've also figured out, too, um, monsters are a little rough on me, so I've switched to Red Bulls. And Red Bull has, like, literally, I think they have at least 10 different flavors of Red Bull. I get the blueberry, but you can always swap it out. I know... Um, what is it, do you feel like that gaming energy drink? Extra Life will send you little powder packets of energy drinks. <laughs> so I have some of those in like my kitchen drawers. So you can have like a blender bottle. But yeah, you got you to gotta think of either caffeine or activity or puzzles or something that keeps you gamefully employed or engaged. Gamefully employed. Hey, I have to say that now at work. <laughs> I think... Um... I don't know if any of you've tried like caffeine mints before because I'm not a fan of energy drinks. I think you might maybe you should look into those. I think you could probably reg regulate your caffeine with those maybe a little bit better 
then through an energy drink. Plus then you could still just drink water and stuff that might keep you better hydrated than an energy drink would. Totally fair. I just really enjoyed the flavor, but yeah, you definitely should mix in some water and some like, I try not, I try to eat less junk food than I did previous years. Like I said, I think this year I'm going to do like a bag of chips and then obviously we'll have like Starbucks and stuff, but I try to limit that. Cause you, you can definitely go off the deep end and just, just snack out and veg out for 24 hours. Well, that probably in its own way can make you crash. You know, if you don't eat anything, you might not have enough energy, but you also could put yourself into a sugar or food coma. What's funny here is uh, I swear uh, Jake being on this podcast was not planned. That just kind of randomly happened. And it almost sounds like you guys have convinced him to join in on this, which I think is awesome. Well, you know, it's one of the things, I mean, I, I, I love the idea behind it and what, it, what it's for. It's also something like on a personal level. It's like, I mean, I don't get to play nearly as many multiplayer games with a lot of my you know friends in real time because they're just, we're all on different schedules. And, you know, most of them are married or having kids. It's just like, it's, it becomes harder and harder as time goes on. So it's just, it's kind of a cool way of coming together and doing some good. Uh, especially for me, like, like I mentioned earlier, like one of my cousins is in Japan and like getting to do this is done a lot of good for me like I, I get to do a lot of like that hanging out with my family and my friends even if it's not physically i get to spend a lot of quality time with everyone and like still and do things that we all enjoy oh yeah i think especially this year we're all kind of i mean socially starved anyway because you know everything that's been going on so it's kind of yeah that's exactly what i was about to say so you got there before i could yeah i mean i know I think Crit mentioned it earlier. A lot of us are like older. We have families. Like Bird just had a kid. Like we have a lot going on. So it's cool because extra life is scheduled. So you don't have to. Because on a weekly basis, I'm trying to play with multiple people, and they're working, or they have night classes, or I'm doing X Y Z, or like when I was on shift work, like oh, this is my transition weekend, or I'm on nights, I'm on days. So it was really hard to get multiplayer, like Crit said, multiplayer people together. But extra life, like everyone knows, every year it's gonna be in November. I mean, as it gets closer, we all kind of go on the Facebook group, and we did a poll this year to figure out what weekend worked best for everyone. And uh, so it's nice to have a scheduled game day for 24 hours. Like, you already took the day off or you have the day off, and all you're doing is hanging out with us and playing games. So, yeah, it is a really, really nice break from the weekly task of trying to organize. Well, it's just too perfect for me to not join in, too, because of all the weeks in the world that I happen to take off, paid vacation take a schedule a week off to not i mean this is just too perfect yeah when's your vacation end uh it doesn't end till i I go back not this monday but the following monday so i would have at least a day to recover anyway yay okay i'll send you a link you can join huzzah we're growing one more question i want to ask what are some of the funniest things that have happened in the middle of doing this in the past? Like, have you been playing any multiplayer games at that, like that 20th hour plus that something just really bizarre happens that you're like, this would never happen under normal gaming circumstances, but because we're in this odd state that you normally don't reach this happen. Hmm. I don't know if you have one, Amani. I think for me, it's just, I instantly think of that Destiny 24-hour. I mean, that's the first time I've played one game, and that's the only year i played one game. Um, but yeah, we went through, I think there was four raids at the time, and it was me, my sister, her boyfriend, and a couple other people. 
And I like lost my shit. I was like, I can't do this. I can't play with you. I can't like, we're not doing extra life together. Like, fuck this. Like, I was so cranky and so angry because like people were trying to lead the raid and try to like tell everyone because in these raids, like everyone has a very specific role. And if one person fucks it up, then you have to retry and retry and retry. And when you're at hour 20 trying to finish one fucking raid and one person keeps fucking it up, I was like, nope. Like, I'm ready to snap my controller and just, like, walk away. So for me, yeah, I think that or people falling asleep on mic is pretty hilarious. Because you almost, and you can kind of tell, you're like, hey, like, you sound kind of tired. They're like, no, no, I'm good. And, like, literally 10 seconds later, they're just snoring. You're like, oh, there it is. But it yep. is, it's fun to call people out and be like, ma'am. Are you awake? Oh, no, he's gone. <laughs> but uh, that probably doesn't happen on the regular when I play with my friends. Oh, God. That... I just... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Last year, um, it was the last game, and it was perfectly timed because it was like the last game in the last few minutes of the 24-hour stream, and I fell asleep. And I woke up to, like, the victory screen, and I was like, what? Oh, we won. Yay! I could go to bed. That was it. Like, I was just like, because towards the end, I can't brain anymore. I was just going to say that I can't imagine a worse thing to be ending on than having to rely on, like, doing raids and cooperation after almost 24 hours. I've seen enough people get cranky, like, on Destiny raids or MMO raids when someone fails. I can't imagine being in, like, hour 22 or 23 and just getting wiped. Yeah, we actually ended up never beating that raid, like, that night. We just all quit that raid and did, like, harvesting of, like, planet resources and stuff because it was just like you know what we did three out of four it was a good run like obviously we can't fucking figure it out so we're just gonna go do something else but uh yeah i think uh like imani said your your brain function starts to like decrease it's basically like you're drunk right after a certain amount of hours yes. of not having sleep um so certain games like that's why we play certain games earlier than others because eventually i will not be reliable anymore i won't be a good teammate and it's just gonna fall apart i really just like you're you're drunk i mean and i obviously i've been both at certain points but god it really does like your your rationale and like your your motor skills and your reaction time all of it just goes down the crap yeah it's terrible at the end yeah so i just did a quick google search and it says that research has found that after 17 hours of sleep your alertness is similar to the effects of a blood alcohol concentration of 0.05 percent which according to U.S. law is considered impaired or on the legally drunk scale. So yeah, after 17 hours, you're impaired. And then you're going for another, what, seven hours on top of that. So yeah, it definitely stacks up. So uh, definitely don't go driving after doing this session. It's weird. You get to that stage, you're either going to be gr uh, grumpy or goofy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like being a drunk. Like You're either going to be an angry drunk, a sad drunk, or like a really fun drunk. I'm a really sad drunk in real life, so it probably makes sense that I'm a really angry, tired person. I just get really silly and goofy. And the, but you need those people, and that's another part of the planning, right? Is if it was all bitches like me, that would suck. But you have to sprinkle in those like people who are goofy or are energized or just like have fun with it. Um, and I and I do try to like feed off their energy. But yeah, that's all part of it too. Is you can't have a lobby full of grumpy ass people. I'm definitely weird like that. If if I am sleep deprived because I stayed up too long then i'm goofy but if i'm sleep uh, if i am sleep deprived because i didn't get enough sleep and woke up too early then i'm really grumpy <laughs> so i think i could go either way on that actually depends on like how the day went like if it went well enough and like your raids or whatever went good then you're gonna like set up for like a good sleepy drunk person 
unless it's all bad and you're like, I'm done. I'm fed up. I have no patience for this anymore. Like, you know, just I am afraid wire at this point and anything will make me mad. Yeah, that's totally fair. Like, I don't know if I'll play competitive Overwatch. I think I'll just do quick play because I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin my marathon <laughs> like five hours in type of thing. But I do think we always have a pretty fun time. I don't think we've ever like hated each other for realsies. It's more just like, okay, I'm going to go play like a solo game. They're like, okay, I'll meet up with you for like our last Fortnite duos type of thing. But it is really fun. So thank you all for coming on here and talking about this. This is really awesome. I think we're about out of time though. Let's get some links. Let's get some uh, promotional stuff in here. How can people donate? All right. So the website is extra-life.org or extra-tacklife.org. And then when you get to that page, you can search for players or you can search for teams. Uh, so it's easier if you just search tomato sheep. So the tomato like the vegetable, the sheep like the little bah thing. Uh, just search tomato sheep and you'll find our team. There's a big green donate button. Like I said earlier, you can donate as little or as much as you want. Uh, we're trying to reach out to more people so that everyone has to do a little bit of less out of their own personal pocket. But it's really that easy. Like I said, we already pay the, the fees up front. So all your donations, 100% of that goes towards the uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Each player gets to pick their own hospital. So I am sponsoring a hospital in California. Uh, and Bonnie might be sponsoring someone different. But you can definitely scroll through our roster and pick whoever you want to support. And if somebody wanted to create their own team or join a team, would they go through like a similar thing or yep so you go to extra life or extra-life.org and there's a sign up button so right next to the sign up button is a donate button so you can sign up and you can either play like solo on your own or you can be a team captain and make a team and then you just send out invites uh you just share the link you can invite people through email you can do it through twitter uh you can link your twitter to your extra life there's a bunch of social media interaction that goes on there but yeah same extra-life.org all right now anything you want to promote personally before we wrap up here uh just the usual right so i'm steep thought on twitch and i stream monday thursday and friday from 7 p.m to 10 p.m east coast time i assume you're going to be streaming at least part of your extra life stuff? oh i will be streaming all of it so you can see awesome. that happen real time and like i said it's embedded on my donation page so if you go to donate you can actually watch uh, actually watch the chat at that point but yes i will be streaming extra life um that will be outside my normal schedule. I won't be streaming Thursday or Friday because I'm going to be setting up and I don't want to burn out. So yeah, for next week, you can find me on Saturday doing Extra Life on November 7th. I will 100% be sure to check out some of that. You can find me at Obsidian Chainsaw TTV. Um, I usually only stream for Extra Life. So you can find me actually active and doing things on the channel on the 14th of November. Um, like she said, all the embeds will be there. There'll be a link to the page so you can donate. You can do donate to either, I think, just the team or the person, right? Uh, if you pick the team, you'll have to select an actual member of the team. Yeah, so either way, the link is there. Um, you guys can come watch me slowly degrade into mass hysteria. It'll be fun. All right, well, make sure to also, of course, go like all of our social media. Go follow us on Twitter at all the gaming one facebook all the gaming come join our facebook group gain access to our discord server come join in on the discussion it'll be fun like listening to this except you can participate of course go check out all of our past episodes on all the major podcasting platforms and we will see you next time